the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and with me, as always, is Pastor Mark Berkshire with Meadow Run Community Church in Ohio, Pennsylvania. And if you have not guessed, we are in the Christmas season, so our podcast uh, for this episode is going to be about uh, Christmas, but um, before we get even into talking about Christmas, uh, as usual, uh, let's share what we're preaching on this week. So, Mark, what are you preaching on this week? This week, I'm preaching on the story of Mary. Um, Christmas Hope is the the story of Mary, and it's the first Sunday of Advent, so we will be lighting the Advent candles and all of that as well. All right. Uh, We are actually starting a new series called Uh, The People in Your Neighborhood. It's an ongoing series, but now we're doing the Christmas edition. And I'm only preaching a little bit. I'm just doing an introductory portion talking about the shepherds and, uh, you know, how they went out. And this is basically my whole sermon, (laughs) all five minutes of it. They went out and shared about the birth of Christ with everyone they know. And we're having a missionary who's going to be here from uh, Senegal, and she's going to be sharing about how she basically for the last 30 years devoted her life to telling everyone about Jesus. So uh, I think it fits in perfectly uh, with the Christmas story, which brings us to um, our episode this week. Um, Not the traditional episode about, yay, let's celebrate the birth of Jesus. Although we should, everyone should. That's the reason for the season. But because of so many of the hardships that people are facing, mental, emotional, financial, uh, there's violence in the streets of almost every major city in America. Uh, There's violence and multiple wars going on uh, on uh, multiple continents. (laughs) And it's pretty hard for people to focus on, hey, let's celebrate the birth of Christ, even the ones that want to. I'm not even talking about the haters that like Christians shouldn't celebrate Christmas. That's a whole other conversation. Maybe we'll do uh, (laughs) next time. But there's just really a really hard, uh, it's really hard for people to focus on Christmas um, this season, uh, especially because, uh, and Mark and I were talking about this uh, a couple of days ago, just people who've experienced, uh, put aside the violence, put aside the wars, put aside the financial hardships, just people who have experienced um, the loss of a loved one. Um, and I've had two friends of mine who uh, passed away in the last couple of weeks. And uh, another friend, her father passed away several weeks ago. And then her grandmother just passed away uh, over Thanksgiving week. It's it's just hard. So um, we're going to shift and talk about ways that people who are dealing with mental, emotional, financial hardships, how can they, or what can they do to focus on the reason for the season? And that is just trying to celebrate and rejoice in the birth of Christ when they're dealing with so many different hardships. So let's start with the the mental and emotional hardships, because um, Mark has shared multiple times 
on this podcast and in his sermons about, um, and shameless plug, <laughs> uh, I know you guys can't see it, but in a book we wrote called Unwrapping Christ at Christmas, uh, Refreshing Your Reasons to Rejoice, available now on Amazon, but he has shared multiple times about some of the difficulties that he has had and some of the things he's been able to do um, to shift his focus to celebrating Jesus amidst some emotional turmoil and struggle. So I'm going to pass it over to Mark and let him share just some of the things that have, what are the things that have really helped you shift your focus to celebrating Jesus during a time when you're not really into it? And this is one of those years that I'm having a real hard time shifting gears and getting into this holiday season. Uh, tomorrow, we celebrate the 35th year of my um, my father's home going. Um, he went home 35 years ago on November 29th. And so just different things. Um, John's aunt passed away on Wednesday before Thanksgiving of a massive stroke. Suddenly, no... You know, we had no idea she was going to be sick. And she had a massive stroke and died. Um, so th this time of the year is really hard. Um, and Sunday, I preached a sermon this past Sunday called Preparing for Christmas. And Don said I was preaching to myself. I probably was. Sometimes so, we have to do that, though. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to just give you the three points I had that because I think they really do help. Um, one is becoming like a child again. You know, Jesus told Nicodemus to be born again, you have to become, or to be a part of the kingdom of God, you have to be born again. How do you be born again? You can't re-enter your mom's womb and come out again. Um, and so is is becoming childlike, not childish, but childlike. Um, and what does a child do? Uh, a child, the first thing that they learn is to depend on their parents, that their parents are going to be taking care of them. The parents are going to be making sure that their needs are being met, that their their diapers are going to be changed, their food is going to be there. They have a house to, to, to live in. Uh, and that's what our Heavenly Father does for us. He He takes care of us. And we need to learn to be like a child and depend on him as a child again. Um, and then to not forget the wonder. Um, you know, kids get amazed at the smallest little thing. You know, um, you hear them, you tell them the story of <clears throat> David and Goliath or, or um, Daniel and the lion's den or Jesus walking on the water. And they get so amazed about that, they want to hear it over and over and over again. So, but we as adults, we don't think about the, those things anymore. We don't think about those. We don't get excited when we hear about David and Goliath or Daniel and Elias. And, and we start to worry instead of start to wonder. We need to want to have that 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 imagination of what God is doing for us and how he is doing it for us and get excited again about 
um, the anticipation of of Christ and what we're celebrating here. And then, you know, the second the, the second point was to um, to remember um, remember what Christ did for us, why He came. You know, He didn't come just to, because it was a neat thing for him to do because he was bored in heaven and wanted to do something different. He came with a purpose and he gave us that purpose uh, to be the light of the world. So we need to, instead of sitting around in the gloominess of our situation, we need to shine our light towards others to reflect off of us onto someone else. So that's another way. And then third is to just uh, turn on the light. Turn on the light that Christ gave us to put inside of us. Sometimes we don't feel like turning the light on, but sometimes it's necessary to turn the light on. I mean, if you're driving your car down the road at night, you know, you don't have your lights on, and the cops behind you, they're going to pull you over because your lights aren't on. Um, it's the same in the spiritual line if we put it in the spiritual perspective. Um, you know, if we're not, if our light's not shining out, God's going to stop us and say, turn your light off. You've got something inside of you that is going to, to uh, amplify, amplify what I have done for you, which is to send Christ to this dark world. So let me let me dig into one of those a little bit. So like the last one you said, turning on the lights. What are some practical things that people can do? Because someone who's dealing with, you know, a lot of emotional stress, a lot of loss of loved ones, or, um, you know, even if it's someone who, you know, this is the, like you said, this is the, uh, was it 35th year of, of, and it's a, sorry, my puppy is barking again. <laughs> Give me a minute. Let the mailman pass and let him stop. Okay. So like the, this is the 35th year. So it's, it's bringing back memories, even though you thought you'd heal from them. So they're finding it difficulty. What are some practical things that they can do to kind of keep that or turn that light on? Uh, Cause some people don't even have the desire to, to do it anymore. They're just hurting so much. Yeah, and I understand that. I mean, Tom and I talked about not even doing a Christmas tree this year. And we decided, you know, we are going to do it because even though no one ever comes around to look at the Christmas tree, it's, it's not for them, it's for us. That's getting, forcing yourself to embrace some of the traditions of, hol of the holiday. Um, you know, um, just just going in and, and making making yourself do something that is putting up a Christmas tree, hanging a wreath on your door, um, reading. Start on December first and read a chapter of Luke the whole month up until the twenty fourth of December. That's easy to do because there's only 24 chapters long. When you start on the first Sunday number and you read Luke chapter one and you go through chapter 24, you learn the whole life of Jesus. 
and you take your mind off of the things that are going on here now and start to think about the things that he went through while he was through. Um, do something nice for somebody. Um, even if you don't feel like it, do something nice for somebody. If it's just going and getting them a card and mailing a card out, putting a card in the mail for somebody. Um, take the focus off of yourself and put it on others and put it on God. Um, that's, that's the biggest thing. And that's the hardest thing to do. Because we are wired to, to be, oh, you know, sorry for ourselves and not looking at the outer world around us. That's another thing you can do is just wrap yourself in your family and your friends and your pets during this time of the year. Um, just going through the Thanksgiving and knowing that we were so much to be thankful for. And yet we um, tend to take a lot for granted. So it's going, as we're waiting on Floyd to come back, just think about for a moment. No matter what situation you're in, or where you are right now. Think about it for a moment. What do you have to really be thankful for? And what was Christmas like for you as a new believer? Uh, what was Christmas like for you as a child? Maybe sometimes it wasn't the greatest Christmas. But what was Christmas about? It wasn't about um, giving gifts. It was about giving gifts. About seeing the, the joy on someone else's face when they open up something you made or something that you went out and, and walked through them. Something that you thought about. Um, you thought about how they were. And uh, Use that as some of your, your ways to get around things. To remember that Christmas isn't about getting, but it's about giving. So remember to become a giver and not a just wanting something all the time, which is totally against our culture because our culture says, I would be happy to give you something, but it has to be $20 or more. It can't come from Dollar General or Dollar Tree. If I'm going to give you something nice, I want something nice back to you. That's what the culture says. You know, God says, you know, that's not what it's about. Giving is supposed to be coming from the heart. And Lloyd is <laughs> Okay, so we're going to shift now to um, more of the people, because so many people, uh, businesses that are going out and... Uh, our business is going out of business. Um, business is not doing well just because of the holidays uh, or because of the lull. Uh, lots of restaurants not doing well. And, you know, maybe they picked up a little bit uh, during Black Friday. But uh, so many restaurants in our area have gone out of businesses and they're small uh, local restaurants uh, who those people are now 
out of jobs. The people they employed are out of jobs. Uh, businesses shuttering and closing downtown Pittsburgh left and right. Um, so those people as well, not looking to like experience the best Christmas because they're struggling financially. Some of them may be depending upon savings. Some of them were living, many people living paycheck to paycheck, and now they have no paycheck. So that, I mean, that literally means they're not living. They can't pay bills. Uh, and it's hard on families, especially ones with kids. I cannot imagine right now uh, if I had, you know, me and my small kids, well, they're grown now, but if they were small and I had to try to figure out how to, you know, do a full-blown Christmas because you want to have the meal, you want to have the decorations, you want to have the experience. So what are some things that families that are struggling financially can do? Because uh, it's hard and when you're like, hey, I want to do a Christmas thing. Yes, it's all about Christ, but I also want to do the Christmas stuff for my kids and you can't. So what are some things that uh, families that are struggling can do? I think there's a couple of things that we can look at. Is, as I was just saying, it's not about how expensive gifts we give. The gift should be something that comes from the heart. So even if it's just a small toy from the dollar store or go to the thrift store and, you know, there's some there's some great finds in thrift stores. I know they get a bad grip sometimes, but there are some great things at thrift stores that you can find and re-gift to someone for very inexpensive. Um, go to the stores um, for food that, you know, watch the sales. Watch what's on sale at different stores. And shop around, and, and, and you can come up with a, a Christmas meal fairly reasonable. I know everything I mean, I went and bought a little ham that was just a little three pound ham the other day, and it was 20 bucks. And, you know, I'm like, man, this is really outrageous. But if you find them on sale, you know, get them when you can if you can sort of get a free or safe work. Um, make, make some gifts for people. If you're a crafty person, um, make things for people. Um, Christmas isn't always about doing the Christmas thing as much as it is being there for the people at Christmas. Um, I put a post on for Thanksgiving, put up your electronic devices for the day. Do the same thing at first. Spend time with your family. Don't spend time on a screen all day long. Spend time with your family. That will be more than anything. Just to spend time with them. Um, I would also add that um, make use of the giveaways. Uh, there are police departments, fire halls, organizations that are doing giveaways for toys for children. Um, I used to volunteer with uh, Play It Forward Pittsburgh. Um, they were small. They had to move their whole giveaway operation uh, to the convention center downtown. 
because so many toys are donated and so many toys are given away for free. All you have to do is sign up. Uh, so look in your area. There are probably places giving away lots of toys. Make use of those. Don't be ashamed. That's the world we live in. And those people give those toys so that those people who cannot buy them don't have to. Um, and if you're able, then you be one of the people that donates the toys. Donate If you can donate to multiple organizations that are giving away toys, uh, do so. And uh, I saw in a couple of Facebook groups where some people were like, hey, I have donated some financial resources to this toy and this toy thing, but I have some money left that I put aside. Does anyone know of a family in need? So uh, hopefully if you're a local church, uh, you can recommend or know of a family in need that another family can adopt that, hey, we'll do the toys for these kids. And another family can say, hey, we'll provide the meals for this, this family and you can come together uh, because there really isn't any need for anyone to go without when there's so many people. Yes, there's so many people hurting, but there's so many people who are not, who are able to help others all they have to do is to be willing. And that's really also a part of the Christmas spirit. There are many people, I know one family, I don't have her permission to mention her name, but I will later. <laughs> I'll go get her permission. I don't want to call her out because she just may listen. But she and her family, they, they, they do so much for people in the community. They donate their resources. They donate their time. She gets her children and they collect uh, things for the homeless. And I won't name the organizations that they do it for because then people might be able to connect to who she is and again i don't have her permission but there's so many other people too that do things part of their family celebration is how can we help other people and it's because of hey we if we really want to celebrate christ then we want to help other people and that's that that's like the best gift that you can give is going to help other people and being able to say we're doing it because we want to celebrate the birth of Christ and his love for us and for you. And there's a great example for the kids, the kids involved. Um, you know, to, to have them give up their time to help someone. Um, you know, and there are organizations too that would provide a whole Christmas meal for you. So, you know, like Floyd said, don't be ashamed. If you have to reach out there, I have to do this now. You know, I, I've had to, to reach out and say, I can't afford this. I have to, you know, go to the food bank. I have to go to wherever and and get what I need. Um, so like Floyd said, if you're going to provide that, you know, great. Um, I know one year, one of the trips that I was at, we did um, Christmas baskets. And we would just go and we would find a family in need, but we knew families that were in need. And we would just go put the basket on the porch, ring the doorbell, and leave and watch them come out and get their Christmas basket. Um, this is kind of a neat way to do it, but if you don't want to be, you know, you don't want them to know you did it for them, do it anonymously, you know. Um, and that's a lot of fun, to be honest. Once somebody come out and look down and see a whole Christmas meal in a basket 
on their front porch. Um, you know, just to see the look on their face. Um, it's something to, that, that just should give you joy and should get you out of any kind of mood that you're in. I'm going to say this and I may have, I'm just going to spit it out and I'll clean it up later. I may have to edit it out because it may not come across the way that I, I'm trying to say it in my head, but I'll just say it, spit it out, clean it up later. And if you are one of the people that donates, if you are one of the people that is able to help others and you're doing it just so you can say, Hey, look what I did. Don't do it. Uh, if you're able to, you know, buy a meal for, a family, you know, don't film yourself buying the meal and then giving it to this family to try to shame a family just to put yourself out there. If you're able to buy toys for a family in need, don't, hey, look at all the toys I bought for these poor people. If that's why you're doing it, just don't do it. Just, just, if you're not giving it in the spirit of, hey, it's not about me, it's about them. And it's about celebrating the birth of Christ and what he has done for others, the greatest gift of all then just don't do it. If you're doing it just to, to get likes or to be known on social media, um, just don't do it. It's, it's, it's more shameful. It's more hurtful. In my mind, it's really despicable that, that you're trying to elevate yourself by highlighting uh, the, the, the position of others and the hardships that they're going through. In my mind, that's despicable. Like I said, I may have to clean this up later, but just don't do it then. Uh, you can't do it. I mean, that doesn't mean, you know, you have to totally do it anonymously. But if you're doing it just to make yourself feel better or to show others, hey, look what I can do, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons and just don't do it. Yeah. No, I think you should have perfectly. I don't think you should have anything on that. Yeah. 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 And that's what I was, you know, that's the whole thing about how it is. Remembering that Christmas isn't about meeting, but it's about meeting. And that's why, because the first Christmas was all about meeting. It wasn't about anything else. Christ came to be his life for us. You know, it wasn't about became someone else. He came because he wanted to be against the life. So I think um, that about wraps it up. Unless we have any other, this one's kind of short because the birth of birth of Christ is the reason. And even though there are people struggling and there are people hurting, here here here's the message that we have for you. One, um, Jesus knows your pain. Uh, he knows your hurt. Um, he is a source of hope and healing. Uh, for those who are hurting, um, and I'm, I'm going to say this also, and and I may have to clean this up as well. But if you are hurting financially, there are congregations and people within congregations that can help you. But please, please do not be that person that doesn't go to church, wants nothing to do with the church, but every Christmas you call every church in town saying, "Can you help me?" you're just as bad as the person who's trying to put themselves up on a pedestal. Uh, it's manipulative and it's misusing uh, the resources. If you want nothing to do with the church at all, the other, you know, 11 months of the year. Um, and the only time you do is you want money from them. 
that's not why the other people in that congregation donate their money. They donate it to help people, yes, but if you only want help, hey, I don't care what you guys do. I want nothing to do with you. I don't want to go to your church, but I want the money from your church. You're just as bad. And again, I may have to clean this up later. Maybe it's not coming out right. But to me, that's that's just as bad, if that makes any sense. This is also, sadly, the time of the year that a lot of the cameras will be So, you know, be cautious of the things around you and the people around um, you. Know, you know, unfortunately, it's not back in the day where you could trust everybody and you know everybody and not like it anymore. Um, and that's a sad reflection on our society. Um, but it is the way the decision has made our society. So um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. If we don't want anything to do with the church the other time, then, you know, we're supposed to be now. All right, so I'm going to ask Mark to pray for uh, those people who are hurting, those people who are dealing with financial struggles and hardships. And um, yeah, I hope it came across that we're not saying that you cannot reach out to local congregations unless you're part of them. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying don't misuse and abuse um, the kind-hearted folks who are trying to help people. Um and let me just say, of course, something you said earlier is um, you didn't say it in these words, but I'm going to say it in these words. Don't let pride get in your way. Don't let your pride get in your way that Whether it's mental, whether it's um, physical, financial, whatever it is, don't allow your pride. Just in the way we're robbing someone else of their blessings. Because there's a blessing to give. And if you don't reach out, um, or you don't want to take it because of the security, um, that's on you. Don't let your pride and get in the Lord. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's pray. Let's pray. Father, we do come to you today um, with joy in our hearts for the celebration of the birth of your son. Lord, I, I know there's a lot of people that are hurting today, a lot of people that have difficulty with this season. Uh, I'm one of them uh, that really struggles with finding the joy of Christmas. Uh, Lord, let your light shine now so that it can shine through as the believers. And Lord, let us, let us look at this season as an opportunity of uh, bringing honor and glory to you and you alone. 
Lord, if there's anyone that needs help, needs going through a struggle right now, uh, mentally or spiritually, um, let them reach out to us. And if we can't help them, we may be able to direct them to someone that can't help them. Um, but, uh, Lord, we, we just ask that you use us as the leaders, as followers of the Christ, be instruments in spreading the glad tidings and really joy that Jesus will make us to be your son. In Jesus' name.